the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Law and order. Let's talk law and order with a man who <laughs> fears no one. He uh-huh. is John Solomon. I am so very, very grateful. This man, he's been up since 5 a.m. doing the Fox hits. Just to get him physically on the show, let alone uh, in it's, studio, it's is great a to big, be here. big deal. Thank you so much. Follow this man right now, Jay Solomon Reports. Um, it, it's hard to keep up with everything that's going on. Yeah. 500 pages of IG yeah. report here, and we have articles of impeachment dropped this morning. We have to spend some time on this. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's such an important document. You've covered this stuff for so long, decades. Yeah. Have you ever heard of, forget FISA warrants, just regular warrants, three warrants with 17 discrepancies? According yeah. to this, Isn't that a record breaker, John? Uh, in fact, it's even much worse than that. So 17 was the number that they thought were so important. They pulled the, out. Right. There's 51 violations right. in the warrant, including nine false statements, nine misleading statements, 33 statements for which they had no evidence to substantiate their claim. The one dossier. Never verified at all. Not we, a we were bit told. We were told for years, John. We were that there were. It wasn't just a dossier. There yeah. was all kinds of other things yeah. that we used to spy on American citizens. It's a lie, right? It's a lie. It's a lie. They had nothing. They had nothing except the dossier, and the dossier turned out to be the equivalent of intelligence garbage. And for that, we hindered the president for two and a half years. We paralyzed the nation for two and a half years. Spent oh, tens of millions of dollars between Mueller and Congress. And perhaps most uh, most concerning at the end of the day, because we forget about this, the civil liberties of everyday Americans were violated. Carter Page, we now know from this report, was a CIA asset. Instead of being a treasonous turncoat like he was accused by the Democrats, he was a CIA asset. Let, let, let's stop here. Let, let, let's just unpack this one thing, because yeah. this is so important. Thank you for mentioning this. Carter Page yeah. is where it begins. He, he is the person they target right. to gain access to the rest of the campaign. They get a FISA warrant to spy on this Annapolis grad. Right. And the FBI deliberately paints him as some kind of shady individual who's being used by the Russians, right. when in fact... What they should have admitted to in the warrant application, which would have had it blown out of the court, is this is a guy who's worked with U.S. intelligence voluntarily in the past to get Russian agents caught, correct? Absolutely. And they hid that. They did. They hid that, which tells you that, as Bill Barr used the term today, some people appear to have acted in bad faith. This is not accidental stuff. You don't make mistakes like this. You do not make 51 mistakes in a warrant. You don't. All you have to do is read Appendix 1 of that report and realize that spreadsheet of errors are voluminous. And anyone who, uh, like James Comey, claimed he was vindicated today uh, is like, uh, I've said this in a couple places today, it's like listening to the captain of the Hindenburg say, well, we had everyone uh, safely seated before we took off. Well, you know, great. Uh, Everybody had their seatbelts on. You crashed. They burnt alive. (laughs) They did. Uh, Let's listen to that, man. You're you're a mind reader. We had a little Vulcan (laughs) mind meld. This is James Comey doing what he does in that schoolgirlish kind of way on MSNBC. James Comey, the FBI director, fired by my old boss, Donald Trump. Cut two. It was all made up. Two years of sitting silently at the FBI while you lied about 
And finally, the truth is out. It was lies. There was no treason. There was no conspiracy. There was no tapping of Trump's wires. There was no putting informants in the campaign. It was all nonsense. It won't end until this president's out of office. He needs to burn the FBI down because its culture and its commitment to the rule of law is the opposite of everything he stands for. John Solomon, I'm holding up 500 pages of the IG report. Yeah. Commitment to the rule of law, right? Yeah, 500 right, pages of lack of commitment. That's what it shows. Comment, comment on Comey. Yeah, and listen, he's very coy in how he chooses his words. He said there were no informants embedded in the campaign. No, but there were four informants who targeted campaign. Who tried to get the campaign right. to implicate themselves on multiple occasions yeah. and failed. And did. And in, in not only failed, they actually captured evidence of innocence that his bureau then withheld from the court. The idea that he has an ounce of moral ground to hold on this case is laughable. The second thing that I think is most amazing, the FBI, under his, on his watch, sent a briefer to the president. Who's, you know, I'm supposed to have the trust of giving, I'm giving you intelligence. He was actually sent there to gain dirt on Donald Trump and Michael Flynn. They used an intelligence briefing, a PDB, to try to get dirt on Donald Trump. That is the sort of spying that the FBI denied that Bill Barr rightly called called out he he said donald trump the president lied about having his wire tap wires tap john comment yeah so they didn't tap his phone but did they did they tap the people around him clearly Carter did they, they send did. agents with wires into the campaign to try and inveigle themselves into the campaign they sent yeah they sent them very, very careful the fbi is very careful here they they sent them to neutral locations where they wired up their informants <laughs> they're but at weasels. the end of the day is, they ought to just admit what they did when you do counterintelligence work and surveillance work under fisa you're spying why do you have to even resist the word that most accurately fits what you did it's because they have something worse to hide yeah this was a politically motivated politically tainted investigation and the best example of that is i know that ig says no bias among the fbi officials but the single greatest bias that influenced this entire investigation and drove it for two and a half years, the bias of Christopher Steele. We now know before they signed that first FISA warrant, they knew he was biased, and yet they continued to use it. How about this? How about the, the only proof of bias you need is the existence of a counterintelligence operation against the presidential campaign based upon what, what is listed in here as Internet rumor. Yeah. Funded by his rival. Funded <laughs> by the Democrat Party and Hillary Clinton. It's unbelievable. All right, we have so much more to discuss with John Solomon. Follow him right now. And whenever he publishes something, he's got an amazing piece in the Wall Street Journal we'll discuss. You need to read this man. J. Solomon reports. Follow him right now. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First. And don't forget, we're on YouTube live streaming. We're on Facebook. We put it all on Instagram TV after the show ends all three hours. And also you can get it on the podcast, iTunes, the App Store. Look for my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. This is the Salem Radio Network. What's happening in Washington, D.C. today is a disgrace. It's nothing short of a partisan impeachment. But men and women of Pennsylvania, we're still winning. I really believe this. I think the Democrats are running down this president because they know they can't run against this president in 2020. That is perhaps the most honorable man in politics today. It was a delight to share the same office as that man when I was in the White House. Of course, Vice President Mike Hence, talking today in Pennsylvania, we are 
going to ex- we've locked the doors we're not letting him out john solomon is not going to get that out of us. he's in the building and we're going to suck the marrow out of this all guest right. because it's so important to have him here on this day of all days although he's been up since 5 a.m spreading the gospel of the truth about what's going on we need to talk about the media you have an incredibly important piece in the wall street journal uh, i want to tee it up i want to give it a bit of a context sure. um with a guy called uh Broco, um Tom Brokaw, you may have heard of him. I have. He, he was on the Stephen Colbert show um, with a very peculiar take on the role of people like yourself in the media. Tom Brokaw, cut nine. The big, big difference between then and now is social media. The fact is that this technological change, but we've lost control of it because you don't know where it's coming from, where it's going, what the motivation is. And so when you see something come off the screen, so many people believe, well, I believe that. And so much, of it, so much of it cannot be authenticated. That's a huge difference between then and now. Um, he says it's the job of the media to control the news. Have you saw that, seen that as your mission, to control information? Never John? have. I've always seen my job is to inform the public and let the public make its own minds. But the way you inform them is with accurate facts. When I heard the back end of that statement, I was thinking, he must have been talking about all the nightly newscasts in, in 17 and 18 that drove the Russian narrative, right? right. We all believe that. It turned out to be bogus, right? right? Look at this IG report. It knocks down the media. The media and Adam Schiff are the two people not named in the report. That are the biggest losers in this report. Right. Well, we'll talk about Schiff. We have yeah. to keep you for one more segment, but I need to talk about your article. Sure. Um, we now know that Schiff used his powers, we don't know the full details, right. to get telephone records of private citizens, including the president's two lawyers, right. his ranking member, Devin Nunes, on his committee, and you, John Solomon. Yep. This means... All Americans should be afraid. If a chairman of a committee can get private phone records? Yeah, and not only get them, release them arbitrarily. I mean, he... And have no problem! Yeah, actually defend it, saying it was in the interest of Congress. How is it in the interest of Congress? They hadn't even done the interviews to find out what those phone calls were about. And as we now know, he made a big blunder, right? He said that Rudy Giuliani called OMB. Guess what? Wrong Ryan number. Says, Wrong number, yeah. And he doesn't know anything about my phone calls and my contacts. He didn't even bother to take the time, and yet he dare opine about them and release... My private phone information, it has a chilling effect. If you're a reporter and you want people to call you and you now know that the next political enemy might release your phone enemy just to score a point or to make a political argument, uh, it's going to have a chilling effect on the First Amendment. It's not what our founding fathers intended. Are you going to take action, Trump? I am studying uh, some legal opportunities. I know some good guys. I know Victoria Tunce. Have you heard of them? <laughs> yes, Joe DeGeneva. They're pretty good. They've been in my foxhole for a while, and I've been lucky to have them as lawyers. And um uh, yeah, listen, there are some constitutional issues here that I think need to be resolved. And uh, I'm not the perfect plaintiff because I'm a secondary recipient. It was Rudy's phone records that were taken. Right. I'm a releasee, but I think there's an incredible case. And there's an old case from the 60s where it said directly, Congress's ability to get this information is not limitless. The deb- debate and or speech clause does not protect all acts of investigative uh, request by Congress. So you're on good standing. I hope so. So we're going to do some studying. We'll see what happens. But in the end, uh, I'm wondering, where is the ACLU? Where is the Re- Reporters Committee for Freedom of the Press? If this was a New York Times reporter and this was Donald Trump subpoenaing them, man, there would be a, a, a sagebrush fire across the, the entire city. And there has been a deafening silence among these alleged champions of the First Amendment. It scares me. If, if you missed this, uh, friends, and you are all friends if you listen to this show, even the crazy liberals, because we'll win you over sooner or later. Let's be very clear what happened. 
Adam Schiff's impeachment report from the Intelligence Committee, unclassified report, lists the phone data, the dates, the sources from AT&T of calls made by the president's personal lawyers, the mayor of America, Rudy Giuliani, Jay Sekulow, two people like John Solomon, and also the ranking Republican member of the Intelligence Committee, Devin Nunes. They're spying on other people for political purposes. That is the definition of authoritarianism. That is the definition of a banana republic. One more segment, and then we might let him out of the building. He's John <laughs> Solomon. Follow him. Jay Solomon yeah. reports right now on Twitter. Read this man's articles every single day, starting with his Wall Street Journal piece. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First on the Salem Radio Network from the ReliefFactor.com studios. We are back. I'm going to let him out after this segment. <laughs> Maybe. Um, and he is John Solomon. Uh, follow him, Jay Solomon reports. John, uh, we've been bashed over the head for decades about the disgusting things that J. Edgar Hoover did with his filing cabinet and, and the McCarthyism reds under the beds. Yeah. Are we back? You know, when I was reading that report yesterday, I had flashbacks. The, the IG report. The IG report. I, I had flashbacks to the church uh, hearings, which the I church studied. church committee. Uh, I did my senior th- thesis on Joe McCarthy at Marquette University. Wow. And, and I wanted to study him because it was one of the great political dirty tricks of our our modern era that someone could make create the illusion of so many people being communists who might not have been. Uh, and here you had the FBI working with a clearly biased informant, Christopher Steele, to create a false illusion that Donald Trump, Carter Page, George Papadopoulos were uh, colluding with Russia. That is as egregious as anything I saw in the church hearings or in, in the other things. Not to mention General Flynn. Yeah, General Flynn's another one. And, and uh, you have the FBI making nine false statements according to Appendix 1. Flynn has one, and yet he's convicted. What about the nine that the wow. FBI made? We have to start putting that in perspective. If this was any other organization but the FBI, if this was a company, a political party, uh, an individual group of individuals, there would be an Enron-sized criminal investigation by the Justice Department ongoing. Yes. And I, I think, you know, if Bill Barr wants to prevent this from happening in the future, there has to be some serious accountability that follows that report. Listening to Bill Barr talk today. I want to ask you, yeah. wasn't it interesting that he talked so long today, the Attorney General? And uh, used really strong terms, like I think some FBI agents acted in bad faith. Yeah. That's a strong term. Now, the question is, Getting beyond words, can we see accountability? And I think the first thing to watch for, this would be my prediction, let's watch and see if the Justice Department goes to the FISA court and withdraws those applications or takes some action to alert the court that we don't believe what we represented to the court is accurate anymore based on what the IG found. If that happens, that could start an enormous process. It starts a conversation between the court and justice. It maybe opens the door for prosecution and other things. Let's let's, let's listen to the Attorney General talking to NBC uh, news today, very significant little soundbite. Uh, this is AG Bar Cut Five. We have to remember that in today's world, presidential campaigns are frequently in contact with foreign persons, and indeed, in most campaigns, there are signs of illegal foreign money coming in, and we don't automatically assume uh, that the campaigns are nefarious and 
traitors and acting in league with foreign powers. There has to be some basis before we use these very potent powers in our core First Amendment activity. And here, uh, I felt this was very flimsy. Basically, I think the department has a rule of reason, which is at the end of the day, uh, is what you're relying on sufficiently powerful to justify the techniques you're using. And uh, the question there is, how strong is the evidence? How sensitive is the activity you're looking at? And what are the alternatives? And I think when you step back here and say, what was this all based on? Uh, it's not sufficient. Remember, there was and, and, and never has been any evidence of collusion. And yet this campaign and the president's administration has been dominated by this investigation into what turns out to be completely baseless. It's very reasonable for Americans to have lost faith in the Department of Justice, the FBI, the CIA. Um, should we trust the Attorney General, William Barr? Yes, and I think I think we will grow to trust the FBI as well. Listen, they do great it's work. Time. Every day. It does, though, for if, particularly if you're a conservative, people feel like they've been let down by this thing. I think some of the people that have to be held accountable outside of those institutions, my profession, the news media, they have not retracted the false stories of collusion that they published in 17 and 18. That is deeply troubling to me. John, they're denying yeah. now the stories they published about meddling from the Ukraine. As yeah. if they never happened. Like they didn't happen. The, the yeah. things that they, they're accusing you of being a conspiracy theorist that they, they reported wrote. on for months. See, New York Times and ABC News matched my Joe Biden story before they disowned it. I mean, it's really remarkable. Um, this is, uh, it's a culture of groupthink right now inside the media. It's packed journalism. There's no it's curse. Worse. It's propaganda it. because it, it serves a political purpose. Right. Yeah, right? It's, it's deeply concerning to me. So that's one the other person that I think has to have some accountability, and this is an important, timely issue. If you if you believe the Democratic's argument, a Democratic argument for impeachment, you have to rely on this because remember the witnesses say no quid pro quo, right? Right. You have to rely. You have to trust Adam Schiff that he really has this right. Well, let's go back and look at what Adam Schiff sold us from seventeen and eighteen on the Russia collusion case. His minority report responding to Devin Nunez, disproven by the IG report. The belief that the uh, uh, the line, a line that I think harkens to Joe McCarthy sort of language, there's collusion there if you're willing to see it. Wait a second. Hang, hang, hang. Let's stop there. Yeah. There's collusion there if you're willing to see it. That's like yeah. saying unicorns exist if you can imagine them. <laughs> that's that's the danger of this. And it's just like I could just imagine Joe McCarthy saying there's communists here if you're just willing to see it. You have to have facts. But, John, can you I, have, can can I, I just push none? back? Yeah. There were communists. There were. No, listen. That, right? I don't want to listen. And the trouble is, but, now there's nothing. There yeah, is not one. There wasn't one member of zero. our campaign. That's right. Not one person in the White House who was working with Russia. Not one. Yeah. In fact, it and turns there are people out, in prison. The main guy they targeted was working for us against Russia. Carter Page. It's just beautifully it's just put. Beautifully put. All right. Do we let him go, guys? <laughs> Call in. Should we let him go? The number is 833-33-GORKA. That's 833-334-6752. They went there. Articles of impeachment have been drafted. Time for you to sign up. Sound off here on America First. Thank you so much, John. Thanks for coming uh, in the pleasure, studio. Sir. We'll be posting that on YouTube. Spread it far and wide. Because it's so very, very important to get the truth out. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First on the Salem Radio Network. Your voice next here on America First. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.